Bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. Uh, we missed a couple pops last week, uh, including an 18-inch. You're a, also missing uh, our guest, Rose. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I was going to let him get through it. And then introduce me after, but that's totally fine. I'm, I'm, yeah, good. Uh, You're fired. I'm sorry, Crash. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're good. Okay. You're good. Proceed. Proceed, Jonathan. You're doing excellent. You're doing a great job. Don't listen to Caleb. Before, before you know what? I swear, Caleb makes me want to quit this podcast every single week. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Totally. You won't. Yeah, I won't. Uh, anyway, before Caleb gives me any more shit on it. Uh, we are um, joined by a guest, uh, Mr. Crash himself from Crash and Taz's movie seller, Vic. How you doing today? Howdy Tonight, ho. whatever. Howdy ho. I'm good, good. Doing great over here on the West Coast here in California. I think we're all like in different parts of the country now, right? We got Utah, Georgia, mm-hmm. California. It's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Poor Caleb, we it's already nine o'clock there. Yeah, it's already nine <laughs> o'clock here. <laughs> His but uh, yeah, doing good. Uh, I'm just glad to be on the show, and on the episode that I us. suggested. This was one that I suggested. I really wanted to hear this one. That he did. Um. So before I was really interrupted by Caleb, it wasn't rude. You were rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So like I was saying, uh, we missed a couple pops last week. So we missed an 18 inch one that we're going to talk about. Uh, as well as uh, a Deadpool, one that's coming out. Um, and then ones that... Oh, also, there's a Wolverine pop. Yeah, there's a Caleb few Beer. that we missed. Okay. Uh, after that... <laughs> well, we thought they were old ones. <laughs> no. We're just like, oh, they're just re-releasing this one. But then I like looked into it more, and I was like, oh, shit, all three of these were new. It's mm. all Caleb's fault. Whatever you, I gotta catch them, a glimpse you, of these. You're the one that told me not to talk <laughs> I gotta about ca- them. Either way, I gotta catch a glimpse of these warlocks. I want to check them out. Yes. Afterwards. So. <laughs> uh, so after that, we'll be talking about some Dragon Ball uh, pops uh, that one. I know. N- oh, it's just one. That <laughs> if it's just one, that is a hell of a long name for a pop. It kinda yeah. <laughs> like hot damn. Uh, and then we got a we got a couple Spider-Man box or a couple Spider-Man pops, a uh, Black Friday box to talk about some venomized figures. Um, what was it? Uh, a cup uh, Simpson. I'm like screwing this up for teasing. Wow. Uh, yep. <laughs> cup. Uh, some. <laughs> shut up, Caleb. Shut up. Uh, a Simpsons pop to talk about, as well as an Office pop. So. <laughs> And then uh, we'll also have some Blu-rays to talk about. Uh, and then we will move on to our main event of the evening, which will be our All Bros and, should I say Crash and Taz or just Crash? <laughs> I guess Crash, because Taz never seems to want to join us. <laughs> in, in, Taz's defense, in Taz's defense, typically when I record with you guys, I'm not around him. Like, we're, he's at home and um how do i put this nicely i am 
uh, I'm the one that kind of handles all of the uh, uh, Instagram, so social, our social media stuff, all of our, you know, publishing and everything. So um, Taz is uh, very technologically challenged, more so than I. In fact, I think he he refuses to get with a lot of the time. So it would be a pain in the ass, honestly. Like we had a struggle right now, but it would be a hell of a lot worse if we had uh, him working with us as well. So it would be, well, be tough. Ho- hopefully one day, Taz, you can join us. We'll, we'll figure something out. Yes. One day we'll get him on here. Yeah. So uh, this week with our main event, it will be our all bros and crash movie seller i don't know how else to say it <laughs> breakdown of uh kevin smith's film tusk so that will yes. be our main event of the evening which was uh like vic already said uh was suggested by him so yes it was yeah the show this episode was all his idea so mm-hmm. if you guys hate it blame him it's all it's, it's all his fault. but if you love it i get all the credit <laughs> that's that's, uh, true. that's, that's not true. how this works. <laughs> uh, anyway, what do you guys say we jump in? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling, the list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. All right, so first up with Adventures in Hunting, covering some that we missed last week, uh, we have an 18-inch, and I swear this is a Funko Shop exclusive. Um, it is an 18-inch Groot Funko Pop. Uh, and this is a Baby Groot, I believe so. Yep. Oh, I've look at Caleb all being... Yeah, 18 It's pretty cool. Groot. He's freaking I huge. just would not spend like $120 on it. Yeah, this is a freaking... He has a cool little stand. I that am, is actually really cool. I, I'm with, I am with you, Jonathan. I don't know that I would spend, like, what would what'd you say? Over 100 bucks on that one? Yep, yeah, that's how much 18-inch pops cost. However, I am willing to spend over 100 bucks on the uh, exclusive Groot with the uh, Volume 2 mixtape. So, I mean, I don't know. That just goes to show where my priorities lie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I almost spent over $100 on one steelbook, so I really I, don't know. have any room to argue. Um, uh, next up, we have a uh, new Deadpool pop. Uh, it is Made Deadpool. And that that's one. hot. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you, uh, you, guys have seen my, you guys have seen my shelf with all of my pops that I've acquired since you've led me down this rabbit hole and i'm thinking of putting an, an extra shelf of just deadpool ones because i do think it. that would just be awesome. <laughs> yes do it <laughs> just because there's a variety of his and they're always funny like it's something you would expect of a dead of deadpool as a character so it's yeah. not like i mean like with yours Kay, like i know you get all the hulk ones but 
they're kind of I don't know, like you have like Thor from or Thor, you have Hulk from Rag, Ragnarok, you know, you'll have Hulk from Age of Ultron, you know, just different movies, but like I don't know, there's different types of Deadpool. I think would be fun. There's a large amount of Deadpools. Um, one of the there ones are. that I want because I have the classic one where he's just standing with uh, his swords. The um, uh, first appearance. Not the first appearance. It's just a uh, classic pose. Uh, he's just okay. carrying swords. Nothing it, like nothing real special about it. The one mm-hmm. that I want of Deadpool is the one where he's uh, the panda. No, the one where he's laying down on his side like Burt Reynolds. Oh, he's doing the Burt Reynolds. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the one I want. Well, he's doing Burt Reynolds pose. Exclusive? Yeah. Do what? Dude, I see those all the time at Frankincense. Really? All the time. I, s- I can't remember if the common was a Target exclusive, but I swear uh, like they did like a metallic version of that one, and that was the Target exclusive, I believe. Yes. That one. Okay. So the metallic was the Target exclusive. The other one okay. was just a, a common. Gotcha. Um, but Very yeah, I nice. want one of those. Because I, I always <laughs> pair, or I, I don't think I have more than one Deadpool, but my Deadpool, anytime I rearrange my pops, always goes next to Spider-Man. <laughs> they gotta be. You gotta have them be. Uh, all right. Next up, uh, we have a new Wolverine uh, pop coming out, and he is in his uh, classic yellow and blue. It's actually um, brown. Oh, I know it's my, brown. Yeah, I know my camera's wow. not capturing it, but it's like his uh, original uh, yellow and brown suit. Oh, okay. So yeah, so it's him in his classic yellow brown suit, no mask, um, just his swooped up. Uh, hair. I don't know what kind of hairstyle to call that. Um, and then his uh, beautiful, luscious, luscious beard. <laughs> as 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 uh, Vic strokes his. He's... Yes. <laughs> You're doing an amazing job at describing these. <laughs> Is that sarcasm or was yes. that actually? Yes. Well, you know what? I'm trying here. Okay, so <laughs> suck it. <laughs> That's what the post on Instagram is for. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, I'm excited for these. Yes. So Vic beat me to it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Uh, so we have some. I'm dude. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, no. So I just we have. Take your Yeah, this is all I got, man. Caleb uh, <laughs> owns everything else for the All Bros. All I got is adventures and hunting. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm crying. Damn, did you see how offended he got? Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying inside, man. I can't believe he'd say that. Uh anyway, um we have some uh new well I guess not new. Uh wait oh my gosh, I'm butchering this so bad. <sighs> okay, so We got Miles Morales, guys. We got Miles Morales. <laughs> thank, yeah, thank you, Vic. You, thank you, you handle this. <laughs> Caleb, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> We got Miles Morales in his all-glorious black Spidey suit with red spider webs. It's like a red vest, like chest piece thing. And then I can't tell is is that like a female one? No. Um, so if if you're okay if I interject here, Vic, I hope that's okay. <laughs> By all means, this is your show. <laughs> Don't let me steal the spotlight. This is your show. Um. So 
Yeah, so they're coming out with new Miles Morales uh, Funko Pops from the new Miles Morales Spider-Man game. And the two that we're getting, like Vic said, is his classic uh, red and black suit. But then the other one is his kind of like black and white suit. And I want to say, I think this was actually a pre-order. This type of suit was a pre-order exclusive. If you got Mm. if you got the game early, Um, it it will it will eventually be available to all players. But, you know, they got to push you to buy it early. So, yeah, I mean, I like the white suit. Exactly. I like the white suit, but I like it just as much as I liked the new suit they had for the first Spider-Man game, which is I thought it was okay, but it was never my go to suit when I whenever I play that game. That's fair. It, it looks too much like a like a Matrix esque like jumpsuit or like you know what I'm saying like the uh, not jumpsuit but the um, like a like the throw jacket or whatever. Just because it has that like it has that like how it comes down. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm looking at the screen or like the rest of the suit wrong, but on the white one, I mean, not the black one, but the white one. You know how Neo like wears those long jackets, those Oh like kinda like a trench coat? There you go, trench coat. That's what I meant. Okay. That's what it looks like, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, this one's is kinda odd. Is that his knee or is that part of the costume that's like pushing? So this is his knee. Okay. And so like it looks like oh, this okay. part kinda comes up. So it's like maybe like armored. I think. <laughs> But it's kind it's kind of odd. It gives me future foundations vibes. I don't know a lot about future foundations. Spider Man. It's basically a white Spider Man suit. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll pick up the game. Cool. I don't think I'll pick up the Funko Pops. That's fair. I just I've don't know debating... when I'm actually going to. Yeah, I've been debating whether or not to watch uh, some YouTubers play the Miles Morales because yeah, mm, yeah, I, no, I'm waiting. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get it just because it's so expensive. Yeah, okay. Have you? So, Vic, you haven't played the first Spider-Man game, right? I'm not. I did have one of my listeners and, and best friends tell me that uh, he's going to loan me his PlayStation console so that I could. Play the Spider-Man yeah, game because he had it, but I've yet to, uh, I, I, we've yet to meet up so that we could make that happen. But if he does, then I would, I would be glad to try it out and give it a shot. So, have you seen like any like images or like clips from it at all? I I haven't honestly. When it okay. comes to video games, I steer away almost a hundred percent. Even Not for cause... like like e- even like the Avengers game. Like I, I've seen. You're not missing clips. much. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're really but not. That's what I mean. Like, any video yes, games, but <laughs> yeah, video yeah. games. I kind of steer away. I, I've never really been able to get into them. Dude, it sucks. The the Avengers game is a nine hour story, which I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds like a long time, but when you're playing maybe an hour or two at a time. It's not very long. Like I beat the story in like a couple weeks. And after 
after you beat the story, kind of the game sucks. I still haven't even finished the story. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get the motivation to. Which okay, wait, which episode are we on right now? Uh, one forty-four. So you have oh, six shit. more episodes. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, <laughs> I better get busy. Um, but so well, so what I was gonna, I was just wondering, Vic, if you'd seen any uh, like clips or anything, so you could see um how Peter Parker looked in the original, and then how they made the change for uh the uh, remastered version. Because I saw um I watched the clip where uh. Peter leaves New York and leaves Miles in charge, and um, I don't know if you've seen it, Caleb, but I I just can't get behind the new Peter okay. Parker design. It, yeah, it kind of sucks. It mm, with the voice, it doesn't work with the voice. It sounds way Not too even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, way too much of a baby face for that deep of a voice. So in short, I just hate the new design for Peter Parker, and I'll never let it go. <laughs> That is it. It's fair. It's not a very good redesign. But Insomniac is sticking with it, so can't do anything about it. So, before I cry any more inside, uh, let's move on uh, to... Uh, what's next? Vegeta? Oh, was it Vegeta? Yeah, you skipped over Vegeta. Oh. Uh... How right, dare you? I find it. Yeah, because I don't even think I can find it. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> what in the ass? Yeah, Seriously. so this is from Dragon Ball Super. It is Vegeta cooking with apron. It is a Hot Topic exclusive. <laughs> I don't see the point of this, but okay. I have not watched Dragon Ball Super at all. I haven't either. But I I intend on watching it. Um, Does Koi watch it? Koi watches it. I okay. I don't want to watch it until it's done. <laughs> but how long is that gonna be? It's probably gonna be a while. <laughs> oh shit! That's like that's like saying, oh, I don't want to watch The Simpsons until it's done. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I started doing that, I'm just like you know what I'm going to start watching Caleb's... Simpsons from season one. Do what? But I understand Caleb's like side. Like yeah. no, you know how many movie. Dragon Ball Z characters it takes to screw in a light bulb. Sixteen episodes. Seventy four. Exactly. Uh, one <laughs> character in sixteen episodes worth because of the dialogue. Oh, <laughs> Like, it's an interesting uh, story. Like, don't get me wrong. Dragon Ball does release a, a very interesting story. It, they just take forever to tell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and most episodes, you can seriously get away with binging one, or so, like, completely watching one, skipping the first five, maybe ten minutes of the next one, and then just continue on that track. True. Yeah, so yeah. something that would take you maybe like six weeks to binge, if you do it that way, would probably take you like three. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's freaking nuts. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all, all right. I got to say. So this is just, <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't explain it at all. 
So this is just Vegeta in his Saiyan armor with a pink apron and just a bunch of eggs on his face. And in one of his hands, he's holding a broken egg with a chick in it. <laughs> so, right. I mean, it's cool. It's, I, it is I cool. don't understand this reference, though. <laughs> yeah. Bet you if we brought Koi on, he'd probably school us. He probably would. Yeah. <laughs> Has Koi ever talked about wanting to be on at all? Not really. I'm not even 100% sure he knows exactly what this is. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I was just wondering, because that'd be really cool if Koi actually did want to be on. I- I'm kind of scared to have Bronson on again. Just just, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so moving on, uh, we have a... What is this? The Black Friday box? Is that what this next yeah. one is? Oh, shit. Is that... Fantastic Four. Uh, so you have written Black Friday box Venomized Fantastic Four. Yep. So they're doing a Venomized Fantastic Four, and they released what the figure is going to be, and it's the thing. That's Ooh, pretty badass. I actually kind of like that. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if they released everything because there's also this pin-looking thing, and it kind of looks like a venomized scroll. It does. A little bit. I was thinking Thor at first, but the wings on the side of his head don't look right, and he also has like a different shape of his helmet. And they yeah, already did a venomized Thor. Yeah, they did, so that's what was throwing me off. Um... So I think that might be a pin, and then I'm assuming there. This is the sticker, and it's the Fantastic Four symbol, kind of being covered in symbiote. That's actually pretty badass. Yeah, it's super cool. Like the figure's killer. The figure is killer, but actually, I want the sticker the most. But I would want that as a patch. Ooh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. But yeah, it's a uh, Fantastic Four um, box, I'm assuming. And it's fantastic. No pun intended. It actually is. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty It's pretty killer. Um, moving on. Wait, is, is it? Okay, so next up is Simpsons, right? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> I forgot we're... what I wrote. <laughs> Let's see. We're we're gonna get this. We're gonna get this. I'm pretty uh, sure it's The Simpsons. Spider Man. Oh, then Agent Venom. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So this I can't Agent read. Venom. It's a pop in the box exclusive. Everything's a pop in a box exclusive these days. What the hell? Yeah, they're doing a lot of those. His um, mouth kind of looks weird. It does. But Agent Venom doesn't typically have a mouth. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. Yeah, so it's Agent Venom from the Thunderbolts. And this is kind of like the evil Avengers. For those of you that don't know. Ooh. So is uh, there an evil Hawkeye? There is. I forget who it is, though. Like what the Hawkeye equivalent is. Decent. 
Um, what what's actually what's the name of Hawkeye's like main villain? Isn't it Trickshot? Yeah, Trickshot. Trickshot's part of the uh, the Thunderbolts, I think. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and All so right. yeah, it was Agent Venom, then the Black Friday box, and yeah, now it's the uh, uh, the Simpsons. Simpsons. Um, so the Simpsons. Uh, first up, uh, we got Homer, uh, sitting on the classic Simpsons family couch watching TV. How much you want to bet he is not watching Itchy and Scratchy? Ooh. Anybody want to wager with that? I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... No, this is a really cool figure, and I love that they include um, the uh, was it uh, shit? What is that thing that you put? uh, What's the table called that you put next to a couch? The side table. (laughs) Yeah, shut up. Okay, I was gonna say nightstand, but no, that's not what it is. Yeah, it's really Um, cool. This one's gonna be a big figure. I feel. Yeah. I definitely agree. And is, have they said if this is an exclusive or not? Uh, negative. Well, I'll be damned. So, yeah, it's it's not uh, an exclusive. Okay, well, that's nice. Uh, all right, moving on after that. Um, what else we got? You got these Caleb or do you want me to take over? Because I, I got them pulled up. Yeah, so this next one is uh, Sideshow Bob. Is it Sideshow Bob or is it Sideshow Mel? No, but Sideshow Bob. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then I actually want to say that this one's already been released. It was on the uh, Funko Shop. Uh, I think it released... uh, So this is releasing Monday, so last week? Pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, so they went live yesterday. Okay. okay so uh, so, so yesterday, as of the day we're recording. Okay. So yeah. So it's almost a week. Um. But no. Cool. Cool figure. Uh. Sideshow Bob's definitely got some. Uh, he's got some thunder uh, hips or whatever you want to call those. He's, I want to say thunder thighs. He's oddly he's shaped. Thick. He is. Would you thick say he's two thick? C's. Yep, <laughs> he's thick <laughs> with two C's. Um, what the hell is he holding in his left hand? Looks like a uh, napkin. Or a tissue or something. Yeah, it's like a tissue in that one, and then the other one, it's like a rake. <laughs> I wish I knew what uh, episode this comes from, so I could know the significance. Same. But... Uh, and then after Sideshow Bob, let's take a detour to the office uh, where we have Dwight K. It's Dwight K. Schrute, right? Isn't it K? Yes. Okay, we have Dwight K. Schrute dressed as Pam Beasley. And I actually do not remember this episode. I don't know why. Yeah, this is a weird one. <laughs> but I mean, my favorite... Uh, it is. I love... Um, my favorite for when they're doing this whole thing, when uh, the characters are dressed up as the others, uh, I loved when they did uh, Jim dressed up as Dwight. That was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't watched Simpsons enough to be familiar with with all that. That's the office. Office, whatever. Come on, man. What did I say? You said you said the Simpsons. The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. I'm dumb. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, really quick, really quickly, just running over a couple more. Uh, Caleb missed. No offense, Caleb. It's okay. Uh, we have a. Uh, we have a uh, Ralph Wiggum. Uh, that's going to be a Funko Shop exclusive. We have Mr. Plow, uh, also known as Homer. That's going to be a Hot Topic exclusive. Uh, and I know Homer's up for pre-order right now. Um, and then we're going to have a super-sized um, Lard Lad Donuts uh, mascot. I forget the actual name of the guy. But so there's going to be a super-sized pop of that, as well as some pop keychains of Duffman, uh, Homer, and Itchy and Scratchy. Um, and then also, last but not least, we're going to have pops for Itchy and Scratchy, which is awesome, finally. Uh, Chief Wiggum, another Homer. Bart in a business suit. I don't know the significance of that. Freaking Barney, finally. So glad they're finally getting a Barney. And then Duffman. You have odd attachments to random-ass characters. Who doesn't love Barney? Dude, me? <laughs> What do you got against the town drunk? I think you nailed it right there. <laughs> Fair. F- Fair enough. Oh, shit. Uh, anyway, so that's it for uh, Pops with Blu-rays. Uh, we have two coming out. I said two, right? Yes. Yeah, so first up, we got New Mutants, which was released in theaters in August, I believe. Uh, as far as I know, did not do so well. <laughs> um but uh, that will begin a 4K, uh, 4K release, a Blu-ray release, as well as a Best Buy exclusive Steelbook, which even though I haven't seen the movie yet, I might have to get that Steelbook because it's, it's the teaser poster and it really looks good on a Steelbook. So I might be getting that. I don't know. Um, and then uh, the other one that we have is Russell Crowe's Unhinged, uh, which was one of the uh, first movies to open uh, in the middle of this pandemic. I don't know how well it did in theaters. Um, I know this was when uh, people were like really hesitant when they were first opening back up. So uh, I think people really started going back, I feel, when The War with Grandpa came out. Um, and I guess you could say, um, shit, what's that Christopher Nolan movie that came out? Tenant? The one Tenet. that freaking bombed? Yeah. Did, have you have guys you seen heard the... Christopher Nolan's defense about that movie on, and how it performed? I'm gonna guess it. People just didn't appre- People couldn't handle my art. I don't know. No, surprisingly, oh. <laughs> he w- was talking about how badly, like, because someone asked him, like, hey, "What do you think about Tenet not doing so well in the box office?" And he's just like, "I don't appreciate that everyone's focusing on that." I think that we should be appreciating how well it did. And I like I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, I, and I get he's where just he's like, coming in the middle from. of a pandemic, it made this much money. I view that as an absolute win. <laughs> okay, I get where he's coming from. Now but that doesn't is a looking movie up. need to make money? Yeah, see there we go. But doesn't a movie need to make its money back and then some so you can continue to make movies? Yeah. So, so studios pre- can actually put their trust in you? 
Dude, he freaking pulled an Endgame Hulk. I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> oh my god! Or where he's just like time travel, <laughs> and well, he's like box so office success. <laughs> like at oh, least it made shit. some money. <laughs> yeah, like it, I'm uh, like oh my gosh, freaking that's a joke. Like come on, dude. They actually uh. They finally set the home release uh, date for that movie. It's December 15th. I bet it's going to do better at home than it is anywhere. I think else. it will. I I think I'm actually going to do a blind buy for the Best Buy Steelbook. It's beautiful. So, future episode, Caleb? Tenant breakdown? Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Vic, see you're more my, than welcome to join my us. my opinion on, uh, right. on Christopher Nolan changes. Uh, hey, you gotta remember he made the best Batman movie ever, The Dark Knight. So you gotta give him that. Uh, okay. I was gonna say, are you, uh, are you gonna say The Dark Knight's not good? Because I was gonna say, no, fight I, me right now. Like, I'm I'm not gonna argue with you on that. The Dark Knight <laughs> is amazing. Best Batman movie though. That's where I'm like. Uh, okay, what is? I'm sorry, I gotta know this really quickly. Uh, Batman 1989. Duh. Uh, sorry, buddy. No, not for me. Dude, freaking fight me. <laughs> Let's go. I'll jump right through this phone screen. Fight. <laughs> Battle Royale. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which one's buddy. which one's better, Vic? Dark Knight or I played, Batman? <laughs> I played the fifth. I I see. It's been a while since I've watched Batman. Uh, but it's also been a while since I've watched Dark Knight. I don't know that I could give you a, a straight answer on which one I would say is better. I would probably wind... I mean, if I'm going for, like, the nostalgia, definitely Batman. But if I'm going for, like, you know what? This is entertaining. I can shut my brain off for a bit. I'll go with Dark Knight. It just depends what I'm going for. I, I think they're both good Fair. in their own, you know, respective elements. But I can't say, like, they're... Anywhere near the same. That's the cheap Fair. answer. Nobody's got Spoken a like a true politician. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just yes. grateful, Caleb, you didn't say Batman and Robin. Hell no, man. <laughs> Dude, they did Robin dirty in that movie. Did you say Robin? No, I said Robin. Oh, kind of like your, Robin. your audio yeah, cut out, so. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, before I want to jump through this uh, phone screen anymore to choke out Caleb, uh, what do you got? What do you guys say we move on? Oh, th so there's no uh, this week's sneak peeks as far as we saw. Did you guys see any new trailers this week? No. Okay. Um, I mean, we can touch on the WandaVision getting a release date because they kind of did release oh, yeah. a little bit of a teaser for that. That's true. Because, um, yeah, Vic actually uh, – I can't remember, Vic. Did you post that on your uh, your I, personal I Facebook or Crash and Taz? Uh, it was on my personal. Caleb, actually, glad that it's coming out in January because I want to leave all of the shit behind in 2020, and then let's go in 2021 with some like badass, you know, positive stuff. You know what I mean? Like, let's leave all the. I don't want any. I don't want to associate. Uh, you know, WandaVision or anything with Phase 4 uh, with 2020. 
You know what I mean? Just, fair leave, enough. Twenty twenty is fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think. But, I mean, that's. I, I am glad to get a release date. Yeah, I think that what something that they're trying to do is push WandaVision until after the Mandalorian. Because with Mandalorian, we're only on episode two. So we still have, mm-hmm. I think they're doing eight episodes. So we still have six more to go. So six more weeks. And then I think it's going to be a break. And then. Uh, they're going to do WandaVision shortly after. So I think they just they didn't want to conflict with that, which I don't know if, yeah. they, I don't know if it like in a situation yeah. like that, if they could co- like have conflicting release schedules. I, I don't know that it's like it. Um, conflict going to be on Disney plus watching Mandalorian. I, I mean, it only makes sense to say that people that they're still going to make money off of that, regardless. I think for them, it's just how do we push it so that people keep it longer? You know what I mean? Like, let's. It's not much that you know people are going to start watching Wandavision over, you know, The Mandalorian. It's more of let's get them to complete, like, finish watching Mandalorian because they're only releasing once a week. And then once that's done, okay, now let's get WandaVision once a week. Here we go. Now you're now you're with us even longer. Kind of thing. It's, it's, I, I see it as like classic, like you know, just tactic for for uh, trying to keep you hooked and subscribe to their to to their streaming services much longer. Yeah, that I definitely get. That I totally understand yeah. that. Yeah, same. Anyway, uh, yeah. All right. Um, so, what do you guys say? We move on to main event of the evening. Let's do it. Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. All right, so for this main, uh, this week's main event of the evening, uh, we'll be breaking down uh, the 2014 film known as Tusk, uh, which was directed by Kevin Smith and stars uh, Justin Long and Haley Joel Osment. Um, so, Caleb, do you want to give the audience a rundown of how we break down our movies on this podcast? Hell yeah. Um, but first... We did post a question of the week. Wait, you forgot Michael Parks. Oh, Michael. That's right. What? Oh. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I just, I just, I, I feel like he deserves some, I feel like, he, you know, rest in peace, but I feel like he deserves some, uh, some oh, recognition yeah. as, the, as the psychopath. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Sorry, I don't mean to. Take over your guys' show again. No, you're good, man. <laughs> Vic, you're turning into me. You apologize too much. Damn. <laughs> that means I, I need more beer. Damn. No room to talk, man. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, so I posted a question of the week, and 
I was asking like for the craziest ads that they've ever seen or just crazy like Craigslist stories. And everyone let me down <laughs> that I thought was going to give me some kick-ass answers. And I, we didn't get any like responses. We got a response. We did get a response on Instagram from uh, the Untrained Eye um, at Untrained Eye Pod. And they were just saying that they didn't have any stories, <laughs> but they loved us and can't wait to hear this. So episode. I, I had one. It wasn't like a weird and it wasn't me. That's why I didn't feel like I could share it. But I remember uh, I went out with a girl who uh, she mentioned how she saw online. And this was more of like misinterpretation on her part. She was like from the city or whatever. And she saw something. This was out in Utah. And she was saying that somebody was posting on um, uh, KSL uh, that they were selling kids. And and she was like, um, okay, that's weird. Do they clean? And the person was like, I mean, not really, but a kid is what you call a baby goat. A baby goat is called a kid. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, so the, that's, that's what the term is for them. Like how you have a calf for, you know, like a cow or, you know, baby cow or whatever, like they're called kids or chicks, you know, for chickens or, you know, ducklings, they're called kids. Goats are for whatever reason, baby goats are called kids. I knew that, but for whatever reason, like I, like it didn't click with me. And so that was more of just like a misinterpretation on her part. But it was just funny as shit to hear her say that and go, you know, I was just, I just thought it was funny. Oh my gosh. I, I completely forgot that that's what they call baby goats, baby goats. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. I was just like, dude, how, how did they get away with selling kids? <laughs> no, man. Messed up, man. For real though. Yeah. The only. <laughs> The only ad that I've seen that's, like, nuts, and it's not even one that, like, anyone told me about. It was one that I saw on, like, Pinterest, and it was some dude that you paid to sit in your house dressed as the elf on the shelf, and he would just sit wherever the hell you wanted him to. And some dude had him, like, had a Christmas party, paid him to sit on his mantle, and what took a picture and he was just like chilling out like it was this big freaking dude too like he wasn't like a small guy he was like hefty and not, yeah, to, he just... not to like not to like make this so you have to change change this to like adult content but like i wonder where he drew the line like if somebody was like i want you to sit on my lap for an hour you know what i mean like just some grown-ass <laughs> man was just like hey buddy i'm gonna pay you to sit on my lap for like the entirety of avengers endgame <laughs> And Might be popcorn. crossing into Herbert territory right there. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder <laughs> if he ever, like, where did he draw the line? You know, honestly, with that guy, I'm willing to bet that he would have been like, paycheck's a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I saw this as a shirt. I saw this as a shirt here, and I almost bought it. And we were at the beach, and man, and I, and it was like, yeah, I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. It's hard to argue with. <laughs> it is, you know. 
That's a that's a decent dinner for one, right? It's yeah. like hey man, that's that uh that's that Big Mac meal that they've got at McDonald's. You know, two Big Macs, two yeah. medium fries, twenty piece McNuggets, and two drinks. Hell yeah, man! It's like sixteen Damn, bucks for that bad boy. Yeah. See, there we go. Like when I hear people talk about, oh, like oh, I would never do that for twenty dollars. I'm just like, yeah, but you have a number. Twenty dollars <laughs> just isn't your number. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like seriously, if gotta... some dude wanted to pay me like <sighs> Oh gosh, Caleb actually okay, has a Okay, I'm number. trying to think I'm trying to think honestly. <laughs> I was going to say like okay, just because I was like trying to see how quickly I could get this joke out. I was going to say a thousand bucks, but I'm like what okay, realistically, what number would I turn it down? <laughs> <laughs> and I think I would go as low as like six hundred. <laughs> so six hundred is is what your what your dignity is worth. I mean, if if okay, if pictures are involved, it my my price goes up. <laughs> uh, if no pictures right. are involved, Full my, my number six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh goodness gracious yeah well everyone has that their place. number if any if That's someone true. throws a number at you and you're just you're immediately no that's that like it's obviously that's really low life. from your number the more it's they move up life. yeah the more they move up if you hesitate <laughs> they're getting close to your number <laughs> oh my goodness and i would hesitate at 600 <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be honest with everyone here. Hey, man, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. (laughs) And I think I just found our promo. (laughs) Oh, goodness (laughs) gracious. Yes! Love it. Uh, Anyway, uh, so yeah, no question or no responses, no like crazy Craigslist stories, just a, a nice message from our friends over at the Untrained Eye. Um,. So getting into our breakdown, if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros and Crash and Taz uh, letter grade. And we also have the percentage to compare it to other movies of the same grade. Um, But yeah, the eight categories that we grade are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and personal grade. Um, this is a discussion that I want to have with you guys. Character development. We have set into place that with horror movies, we do, or we talk about, or we grade the logic of the horror movie instead of character development. <laughs> So, is there enough character development to accurately grade this, or do we talk about logic? I'd go with it. For me, I'd go with logic because I got so lots of questions of how this whole walrus thing can work. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and start now. Like I could be swayed on either way, um, because I feel like there is just enough development in this uh to do it but i feel like there's going to be a lot more room to talk for logic 
So I, I definitely want to side with Jonathan on that. I think I think logic is the way to go with this because <laughs> I am questioning a lot of this guy's adult decision making. Like, yeah, he's got some problems, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, we can talk about it a little bit more uh, when we get to it. But I just want to put that out there on what we're actually <laughs> sure. going to discuss uh, with that. So yeah. uh, with that My being said. Part. Let's start off with story. Um, That's my cue. Yeah, if you have not seen this movie, it is on Netflix. Go check it out. It is. It's actually not anymore. It's not uh, anymore. Yeah, What's they removed it, it. It's on Showtime. It's on. Showtime. That's how I had to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, that's the only way that I could watch it was Showtime. That movie yeah. was just seared in my brain, so I watched it when it was on Netflix. <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, I don't know yeah. how long yeah. it's been off Netflix, but. Yeah, it's on Showtime till I think 2022. So damn, yeah. Okay. And the Blu-ray is honestly, honestly expensive. I might end up watching... It's like, sorry, go ahead, Vic. No, no, no. I was gonna say I might end up watching it again after this review. To be honest with you, <laughs> I don't know if I can yeah, handle but... that walrus shit again. That was just nightmare <laughs> fuel. It like, it made me want to quit podcasting forever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue there. Yeah, luckily we get away with uh, contacting people through uh, over the internet, internet. (laughs) so we don't have to go meet these people in person. (laughs) Yeah, that's 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 true. (laughs) Just in case Uh, any of the people that we guessed end up becoming psychos. All right, uh, anyway, so, the story of Tusk. Uh, Best friends Wallace Brighton and Teddy Craft host the popular podcast, The Not See Party. I loved every joke of how they had to spell it out in this movie. (laughs) It's freaking hilarious. Uh, Where they find and mock humiliating viral videos. Wallace uh, flies to Canada to interview the Kill Bill Kid, an internet sorry my cat is wanting attention i'm sorry gosh damn it alexander Take it. Uh, <laughs> no i would never do that to my sweet boy i would never i would Dude. never condone animal violence actually yeah th- th- thank you vic <laughs> the kill big kid an internet celebrity famous for severing his leg with a katana okay i don't know about you guys but when they showed that clip i actually thought that he like um after effects that shit in i didn't think it was actually real yeah, yeah. The, we'll so I got that. really confused we'll, there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, that with effects. Effects, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I totally, I feel you. Uh, upon arriving in Manito- Manitoba, he's surprised to learn that the Kill Bill kid committed suicide. Upset that he flew to Canada for nothing, he decides to find another person to interview. He finds a handbill from someone offering a room in his home for free and the guarantee of hearing interesting stories. Intrigued, he arrives at the mansion of Howard Howe, a retired seaman in a wheelchair. Howard tells the story of how a walrus, whom he named Mr. Tusk, uh, Mr. Tusk rescued rescued him after a shipwreck. Wallace passes out from the... What is it? Secobarabital... I don't know how the hell to say that word. Secobarabital laced in the tea Howard made for him. The next morning, Wallace wakes up to find himself strapped into a wheelchair and his left leg amputated. 
Howard not only reveals that he can still walk, but lays out his plans. He plans to fit Wallace into a perfectly constructed walrus costume in an attempt to recreate Mr. Tusk. After Wallace sends a voicemail to his girlfriend Allie and Teddy, Howard knocks him unconscious. Now aware that Wallace is in danger, Allie and Teddy fly to Canada back at fly to Canada. Back at the mansion, Howard continues to mutilate and alter Wallace to whom he tells his backstory. A duplicitous orphan, he was physically and sexually abused for five years by the clergy who fostered him. He sews Wallace into a walrus costume ready, uh, made of human skin, complete with tusks made from the tibia bones from Wallace's severed legs. Ew. Uh, a local detective puts Allie and Teddy in touch with Guy Lapointe, a former... Oh my gosh. Surote de Quebec, inspector who has been hunting Howard for years. In a local bur burger joint, Lapointe reveals that Howard, nicknamed the First Wife, has been kidnapping and murdering people for years. He believes Wallace may still be alive, but not as they remember him. Howard conditions Wallace to think and act as a walrus. Howard reveals that shortly before being rescued, he had killed and eaten Mr. Tusk. Overcome with guilt, he has spent the last 15 years turning his victims into his beloved savior in an attempt to relive their last day and give Mr. Tusk another chance at survival. With Howard dressed in his own homemade pelt, the two become engaged in a fight that ends with Wallace impaling Howard uh, on his tusks. Howard dies, but is satisfied to have fulfilled his life's mission at last. La Puente, Allie, and Teddy enter the enclave as Wallace bellows victoriously, much to their horror. One year later, Wallace, still sewn into the pelt, uh, lives, lives in a wildlife sanctuary. Allie and Teddy visit him and feed him a mackerel. In a flashback, Allie tells Wallace that her weeping grandfather told her that crying separates humans from animals. Allie tells Wallace she still loves him before walking off crying. Tears run down Wallace's face as he bellows, implying that the human part of Wallace may not be completely gone. <laughs> if you were to read that to me, had I not seen this movie, I would I don't know that think you're it. insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to get your guys' opinion. So when he was admitted to the um, wildlife sanctuary, I don't know about you guys, but if you were sewn into a walrus suit that you could never get out of, would you want to be in that kind of environment, or would you just want them to put you out of your misery? Um, put me out of my misery. Yeah, same. Yeah, just end I, it, dude. <laughs> like the quality of life there is just like is it? It's not even there. Yeah. There is no, it's just awful stuff. Yeah. Um, what quality of life? <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, there is no quality. Of life. Yeah. Dude, no, so that pool looked like, that pool looks so disgusting. Dude, that room that he was in gave me some, oh, what was it? <clears throat> or which Batman was it? The one with Penguin. Mm. Oh, Batman Returns? Yeah. He gave me some major Batman Return vibes. Okay, that's fair. Like, oh, freaking nuts, dude. But when I... We actually got recommended this story or this movie on one of our past episodes. Like, hey, what movie should we watch? And someone recommended this one. 
Uh, they yeah, just said I remember that episode. It. Yeah, so someone said to watch it. They didn't like recommend it as an episode. Um, That's where Vic comes in. Yeah. That and actually, <laughs> I I actually watched this movie before that ep- that episode that you guys had, and you had asked the question about other indie movies, and um, somebody did mention that, and I remember sitting there in my truck. Uh, driving for work and I heard it and I was like I've seen that movie it was freaking amazing uh, one and two it like just messed my shit up but um, <laughs> I, I like when I saw it the first time I knew I wanted to recommend that as an episode on here and if I did I wanted to be on here when we talked about it because like I said it just wrecked my shit um, <laughs> but I was kind of glad that somebody else too also because I forgot you know just kind of like it's kind of one of those out of sight, out of mind things. And um, I was actually glad that somebody else had mentioned it. So it was uh, made it easier to bring that back up. I'm honestly glad that I did not look up literally anything about this movie before I watched it. So I had no idea what the actual walrus costume was going to look like. Nothing. So I literally had my mouth gaped open for at least a minute. When I, I, when I when I first got the side uh, of that, I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? And and this was like, this is something, the only reason I ended up watching it the first time was because somehow it came up on my news feed on social media. And I was like, what is this? And it, 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 I looked it up and, um, you know, I saw that Kevin Smith directed and wrote the, the movie. And I was like, okay, this should be pretty badass then. And so I decided to, you know, check it out. And um, a part of me was like regretting it. But the other part of me was like, (laughs) okay, I'm glad I did this. (laughs) It was a good movie. I mean, like, and I use that term loosely because it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's different. We'll say that. Yeah, oh, it is very but, different. But Kevin Smith does say this is one of like his favorite things that he's done. Like one of his it's favorite. It's very movies, creative. I, I, I can understand why, because for creativity, I got to give him the highest remark. Oh, absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him those those props in writing. Um, story wise, I do it. I, like, don't get me wrong. The story is absolutely amazing. It keeps you super well engaged throughout. I think there are some points in this that are a little on the slow side. Um, I think That's mostly fair. when they're when or whatever Haley Joel all Osmet's character, um, when uh, they're Teddy. yeah when they're interacting with the the detective. Mm-hmm. They, I think that those scenes are a little on the slow side. Um, okay. Everything else, it, it keeps you really well engaged. And I love yeah. the flow of everything. I feel the biggest, I feel um, the one part that I felt kind of dragged on a little too long for me was uh, when the detective mentions that he had met the, what's, uh, uh, what was his name? Howard. Uh, Mr. Yeah, he had met Howard. How? Uh, like, yeah, how uh, Mr. Howe uh, a couple years ago. And I just feel their interaction for that flashback went on a little too long for me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree. 
Sorry, sorry. No, no, I, no I, I, I agreed. No, I, and I agree too. I think it did drag on, but then the more I think about it, like he's talking. They're talking to him right around the time that um, Justin Long is turned into a walrus. And I feel like there's only so much that you can do with those scenes. That's fair. Like at that point. So it's like, we got to throw in some fillers really quickly um, to get away. Cause like, I mean, you see him like trying to, uh, you know, yeah. Make him act like a walrus and eat like a walrus and swim like one and all this crap. And he's like swimming with him in the water and like, damn near drowning him and and it was weird but it's like hey what more could he do and then after they're done and they get their background on him then it's like okay now we're gonna fight to the death and it's like oh shit like this is it justin long dies (laughs) (laughs) which i thought was gonna happen and to think he went from voicing alvin to this dude the absurdity of this movie (laughs) for real though dude have you seen i'm not sure if it's true but someone's freaking auctioning off justin long's walrus suit i wouldn't want that no i I wouldn't want want it either (laughs) but yeah someone is seriously auctioning off justin long's walrus outfit and there is nothing in this world i want less than that It's like, hey, hey, thanks for the nightmares. <laughs> I I could not. I don't even think for Halloween I could ever put that out as a prop. I don't. And I love I Halloween. Either. I love having the shit scared out of me. But dude, that if I, I if I want it. if I want nobody in my neighborhood to talk to me ever again, yeah, I feel that would definitely work. Dude, I don't even know if I could touch it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. Like. Oh, the the thought. The th- <laughs> I would rather touch someone's like exposed bone than touch that out or that suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your number, Caleb? What? What is, what is your what's number? your do- what's your dollar number? Let's go. <laughs> How it, much, buddy? It's freaking <laughs> high. Dollar. Six hundred. Oh shit. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Oh, jeez. This. What is this movie classified as? Is this a horror film? Um. um yeah, I actually don't know. Do Do you know Vic? Because it doesn't say on Wikipedia. Um, I'm pulling that up right now. Uh, so they. It is listed as a horror, but it also gets categorized on IMDb as drama and comedy. Okay. Which, comedy I get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would say it's more like a dark comedy than Yeah, anything. that's what yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, it's, more so really a dark comedy. Yeah, it, it, it definitely stays on the uh on the darker side of humor. Um it's it's uh it's definitely not meant to be light. <laughs> like, you know, for the lighthearted. Yeah. That's Hell cool. no. It's <laughs> It's something that I feel I can like definitely see why it's classified as a horror. I would probably more categorize it in the thriller area. 
because um, it doesn't really like scare me or well it's not the jump scares no that's... there no jump scares so like right. that's what i think horror is like jump scares but i know it's yeah. really not it's the dread mm-hmm. like you're just like oh every time like they cut to the scenes with uh the the friend or whatever yeah um it's kind of like a break <laughs> from all the shit going on and you're just like oh yeah. like it gives you a moment to just like kind of like relax a little bit mm-hmm. and then as soon as it True. jumps back into the freaking walrus shit you're just like oh good hell like stop <laughs> uh the yeah. parts where he's just screaming his his head off i had to lower the volume like as low as i could go without being able was still being able to hear what they were saying because it was it was disturbing Ugh. so um i don't know how often i mean obviously you guys must use imdb um you go to like the parents guide and they that's where it'll tell you like a little bit of more of like the more graphic scenes in the movies mm-hmm. and you're able to vote on there now like you know if you've seen it you're able to oh, vote awesome. like yeah yeah i haven't done it yet i haven't found a movie that I feel like, oh, I want to give my opinion on this one yet. But looking on here now, I haven't seen this category yet on any of the movies that I've looked up. But under uh, violence and gore, it gets severe uh, as a rating. And just so you have an idea, there's mild, moderate, none. Uh, and so severe is obviously like up there. Top notch. Uh, so for violence and gore, profanity, and frightening and intense scenes is also severe. It has three severe <laughs> like Damn. rated categories on there for their parents guide. Dude, I fr- I get it. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> this shit will scar you for life as a kid. Oh hell yeah. Oh my Absolutely. gosh, dude. Could you imagine a a child accidentally seeing this movie? <laughs> their lives awful. would be over. <laughs> <laughs> That would be uh, awesome. This is a movie that, as a parent, I would have to like because I'm I'm probably going to watch this again sometime in the future. This is a movie I'm going to have to watch behind locked doors and <laughs> just do a quick sweep, make sure there are no children hiding anywhere. I mean, what if they're not my totally children? Fry race. <laughs> if they're not my children. Yeah, yeah. This uh, would ruin their psyche. Guy, guy it ruined my psyche. I'm a grown <laughs> yeah. ass man. S- same. <laughs> I, I shit you not. When I, when I was reading it and they're like saying it's about a podcaster, I'm like, oh shit. Like, kind of scared the crap out of me. I was like, well, uh, no more, no more having people on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hell, I thought I was paranoid doing like uh like KSL pickups. <laughs> Are you shitting me? I am I am so freaking paranoid. Like I will not meet someone at their house anymore. And that's why I can't wait for us to get to the logic part. I I cannot wait for us to get to that. So I have a lot to say on this. Yeah. Um anyway, getting back to the story. Like we've explained, the story is nuts <laughs> yeah but it is so intriguing to watch it's like a freaking car wreck that you 
can't look away from in a in the best ways possible <laughs> and the reason too like like when we get to the grading part for like the story the reason why and i feel like i'm going to give it a kind of a high score the reason why is because once you know where it came from and like what it what it evolved to it's insane and to know also like the amount of um like we'll say public interaction that Kevin Smith actually had with like his podcast listeners and, and um, you know, his fans, like they see how it went from like just the idea stage to the production stage. And then now on Showtime on Netflix, like I think that's really neat. And, and like it did not do well at the beginning, but once it hit home video, that's where it picked up. Like, I swear more people have heard of this movie now. And it's been out, what, uh, four no, six years now? So, I yep. mean, it, it took it, it took a while for it, but, like, people have caught on to it now. And, I mean, I hear the same things, but I, I just knowing, like, where the story came from makes me want to give it a higher score. So, when we get there, like, I, I mean, I agree with you. It's a great story. It's it's intriguing, um, keeps you very very involved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what number do you have in mind for story? This is off of a hundred. Off of hundred, yeah. Um, for the story again, just off of what I was saying before, um, I I'm thinking somewhere between like eighty and eighty five. Like I don't know if that for me that feels high. Uh, but again, just knowing its origins, the story's origins and everything, like how this came about, uh, and, and again, how much like just his fans and his followers had a say in it because he had literally had them vote on whether or not he was going to do it. And, uh, they said yes. And he's like, all right, I'm going to make this story happen. So I, I would I could push for an 85, but I mean, that's just me. Rose, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking a solid 80. Okay. Solid 80? Yeah. I need to open my calculator. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're kind of scared so, to see how low Caleb's going. Yeah. So now that he pulls what, that what number are you going for, Vic? Um. I want to say an 82. 82? Yeah. Okay. I am not quite at a 90. <laughs> but I'm in like the high 80s. I'm like okay. 80. Oh, okay. I'm 87. Oh, I thought you were going to be like in the 70s the way you were talking so, about it. No, I so, loved this story, dude. I love no, yeah. absurdity like this. It is <laughs> easily one of my favorite things like if you can give me a movie that is just absolutely nuts i love those movies to death yeah. and that's i kind of that's kind of why i ha really liked um a quiet place because the mm -hmm. the concept of the, a quiet place is super it's insane like and it's different monsters that attack sound and it's absurd but the execution was so amazing. 
I loved it. Yeah. And it's the same thing with this. That if you would like, I was sold. Like someone explained it to me because I, I was on Twitter. So that someone uh, recommended Tusk. And I said, I have never heard of this movie. Give me a brief explanation. And they explained it in the most perfect way you can possibly explain it. And all they said was, podcaster goes to crazy dude's house and gets turned into a walrus. And I'm like, Perfect. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Say yeah, short, absolutely no more. And then they were just like, oh, Kevin Smith. And I'm just like, that's just icing on the cake. You had me at, <laughs> yeah. at podcaster gets turned into walrus. <laughs> so so what what do we have to do then now, Jonathan, to, I guess, talk you up? I can be ta- actually jo- uh, Caleb's kind of convinced me. Like I said, I'm saying like I'm I was between 80 and 85. 85 was like my highest. But I feel like I've now been talked up more because um, I, I, I agree with him. Like it, it's something different. Like when I saw the story yeah. on my newsfeed. So how do we talk the, you up? The well, highest. Okay, averaging out. Averaging out what we said, so yeah. with Rose's eighty, your eighty-two. Give you me said? eighty-five. We'll do eight. Well, yeah, sure. Let's do eighty-five. Yeah. And then my eighty-seven. It brings our average to an eighty-three, and I'm happy with that. Okay. That yeah, I'm good so, with that. Yeah, if we're all good sticking at eighty-three, we can stick with eighty-three. Okay, Let's perfect. do it. Um, but you guys will not talk me down. <laughs> Off the writing grade. <laughs> no, that's um, hey, okay. I can only be talked up on the right on that. Yeah, absolutely. The writing for this movie again absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. Absolutely incredible. Um the only thing that I'm gonna dock it for is kind of the dialogue with the detective, because I felt like that was a little slow. Um, I feel like Fair. they could have maybe done that exposition a little bit more exciting. But other than that, I'm fairly high. I'm a lot higher than the story. Um, but yeah. so that's... But for the detective, like you said, with the interaction with the, with the detective, because it was Johnny Depp, I feel like that was a good thing. That's like, fair. He's, the bi- he's a big name. Wait, that Especially, was Johnny Depp? Dude, what? Huh? That was Johnny Depp. <laughs> what in the That's ass? what I'm saying. So that's Johnny Depp. Oh shit. Guy Lepont. Guy Lepont. So if and here's the thing, if if you go in see, I didn't know it was him until I looked it up the first time I watched it. And if, if I went in knowing and they made him like a bigger part or more exciting, I feel like it would have stolen the spotlight. Because you have a lot of bit like Justin Long, he's somebody that people know. Um, you know Michael Parks. Um, you know you have really great actors in this film, and then you throw somebody's name like Johnny Depp. Like I wouldn't want to give him a big or a very exciting scene. Yeah, just and because I, think, I don't want yeah. to pull away from everything. But I think you're absolutely right there. They did a really good call, kind of. A, disguising Johnny Depp, and B, mm-hmm. make, giving him a super big role. Because jo- yep, Justin Long, if you throw that name at someone, like a casual movie watcher, 
they're not going to know that name off the top of their head. I mean, unless right. they're like a big fan of his. Um, mm-hmm. But they they'll recognize his face, right? And yeah, I th- like that's that was my big issue with him for the long time. I'm like, oh, I know who that is. I just don't know mm-hmm. his name. After this movie, I freaking know his name. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, if you like Tim in this, you'll like him in Jeepers Creepers ooh. and uh, Waiting. I loved Waiting. <laughs> Waiting's my favorite, man. <laughs> Although I will never send my food back after I watch that movie. Hell no. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. When anytime, like, I have to keep any issues I have with my food from Brielle. Because she'll send it back. Oh, yeah. Because no, she will. Because, like, I'll just, like, I'll, sh- <laughs> I'll be eating, like, a steak or something. It'll be, like, undercooked. And she's just like, oh, how's your steak? And I'll, like, eh, it's okay. And she's like, you don't like it? And I'm like, no, not really. And then she'll send it back, and I'm like, wait, no, don't. <laughs> I get so panicky, especially after that movie. I'm just like, stop. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is it sad the only thing I, uh, the only reason I know Justin's Long, Justin Long's name is because Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yes. Okay. Kind of. Because <laughs> after you watch the first Jeepers Creepers, I think you'll be like, you know what? This is better. Yeah, Justin I never Long's said they were good. The, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. You didn't say that. <laughs> They're just guilty pleasures. Everyone's got them, Jonathan. It's all good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Third one can go to hell, but the first, <laughs> second, and fourth are not that bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shut up, Caleb. Anyway. Um, getting back to writing, like I said, the only weak parts I felt were with the detective. And because the detective wasn't that big of a part, it's not going to, it's not going to jack up my, my score super bad. Um, if you, if if you subtract, okay, if you, one sec, if you subtract the detective altogether and just try to give that exposition in a different way. I'm at a like a really solid ninety five. With the detective, I'm at maybe a ninety one. Okay. So that I'm I'm sticking with ninety one. You and I are kind of on the same boat there, but I wanna stick I would I'm probably like a little bit higher, probably about ninety two, ninety three. Just because I'm sticking to my guns with again like knowing that it's Johnny Depp like I wouldn't even if I were if I were Kevin Smith I wouldn't give him a big I wouldn't try and make that a very memorable scene either um yeah but I I I want to say like nine I'm I'm fine with 91 I can side with you on that just for the sake of not having to come up with another average yeah. So I'll I'll average all these out. Happened. So just get like just give the number that you want to give it and I'll average it all out. I'm I'm uh, going to say 92 then. 92. All right. All right, Rose. All right, well this is going to be a nice order then cuz I'm going to go with 90. 90. <laughs> <laughs> same reasons or Yeah, yeah, same reasons. I just didn't. I just didn't feel not right, but I didn't feel like it deserved that extra point. You guys can hate me. You guys can fight me. It's okay. Hey man, it's your <laughs> it's your opinion, man. I'm not gonna fault you for it. 
All right. Moving on to oh, so what that averages out. It averages out to uh, ninety-one. Okay. Nice. Uh, moving on to acting, we definitely duh Justin Long. I think and we can group we... Haley Joel and the girlfriend together. Yes, and then and then Michael. So for like the main Park. Michael Parks. Yeah. Yep. And just do those. Four, technically three. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that sounds good. All right, so let's start off with uh, Haley Joel and the girlfriend. It's been a while since I've seen Haley Joel Osment in a movie, um, which sucks because I actually think he's a really good actor, um, and I actually wanted to see a lot more of him in this movie. But what we got, I did like. Same here. Like I haven't seen. Like the last thing that I remember seeing him in was season one of The Boys. See, I what sucks is just because he has a baby face. Still, I feel he's kind of like pushed into typecasting. Unfortunately, the beard kind of helps. (laughs) It does. So yeah, he definitely needs to keep the facial hair going. Yeah, I think the last thing I saw him in was Secondhand Lions. Really? Oh, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, that oh. I, like, looking at his IMDb right now, um, that I've seen recently, yeah, I would say it's definitely that. I haven't finished, I haven't finished The Boys, so I'm not there yet, but, yeah. Yeah, he's yep. in, I think he's really early in season one. Okay. Uh, hmm. One of the middle episodes, I think. But yeah, he, I loved him. <laughs> he was yeah, he was a really good uh, oh, yeah. companion podcaster to Justin Long's character. And and I liked the um. So there's the the scene where Justin's calling, um, what's the girlfriend's name? Uh, let me pull that up. Oh shit. Let me pull that up. What's your name? Uh, Jonathan. It, uh, shit. Here, sorry. One Allie. second. I got it. Allie, yes. right? Yeah. So uh, the scene. Well, Allison, like, but her. Allie. Allison. Okay. Um, where he's calling her and then he like, he sees the his name on her phone and then he just like sends it straight to voicemail or he ignores it. Like, I thought that was perfect because he's somebody who's like, I just, you feel the frustration and like that he has for Justin Long's character, for Wallace, and like how he's just done with him. And you just feel it. Like, even in there, it just like exemplifies it even more. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know, just protrudes out of him. So, I, I, he did a really good job at like, um, like, portraying those emotions in my opinion so i think he did amazing as that kind of character yeah i absolutely agree i i especially love the scene between uh him and uh wallace of how he's uh just pointing out how he really needs to stop um not appreciating his girlfriend and trying to hook up with other people just I, I, the scene is like kind of played for laughs a little bit, but I feel you do still get some emotional um, acting from Haley, and he does a great mm-hmm. job. 
Yeah, I think he did a really good job. He he does really good like dramatic stuff and comedic. Yeah. And he's really good at like switching between the two. I think that there are some actors that have difficulty with that switch, but he flows into both of them really well. Um so he he definitely brings the score up with acting from for me. Um, the one that brings it down is kind of the girlfriend. Yeah. Um, just because I felt just some of her stuff was a little dry. That's fair. I feel uh, the ending where uh, she was talking to Wallace and saying how she still loves him. That was that was actually pretty good acting. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good too. Um, doesn't save it a whole ton for me. Um, okay. So for me personally, putting those three, uh, I would put them at like maybe a seventy-eight. I'm not quite at a ninety or at eighty. I'm actually with you on that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can agree with you guys. Yeah, seventy-eight. Awesome. Uh, next up, Michael Park. Uh, oh, yeah. he was amazing. Oh my god, he was holy shit, uh, amazing! Like he is somebody like he was scary for me, but only because like how like convicted he was, and how like he just I don't know. He just like. Mm, he was just crazy, you know? He had like he was just insane. Mixed with some conviction, like, dude, that's a great combination for like a, he, a creepy character, he, man. He went from sane to psycho so gracefully that Oh yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I loved it. What sold me on his performance was when he was talking about Mr. Tusk. While he was in the wheelchair, and the way, like, I love that they didn't, like, cut to a, like, a flashback or anything. It was just him sharing the story, and it was like the camera wasn't moving. It was just on him, and I think they were just doing, like, a little bit of a zoom on him during the entire story, and it just, like, his delivery on that story was just so mesmerizing. (laughs) And you guys really have to check out the um, that uh, behind the scenes thing. I gotta send you both the link. You'll have a much deeper appreciation, like afterwards. It's freaking amazing. Yeah, I love behind the scenes shit. So Uh, definitely want that link. (laughs) (laughs) Show. Yeah, but oh my gosh, like I could have just put that. that story on repeat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it even went like after the craziness, cause he tried like sleeping on, uh, Justin's character or the, the walrus. Yeah. And the stories that he was sharing there were just super intriguing as well. It was so hard. Cause it was like, it's like listening to Morgan Freeman talk. <laughs> Like you just whatever he's saying, you're just like, oh yeah, like de- like 
freaking just talk, dude. <laughs> like, I don't even care what you're saying right now. <laughs> oh, and then he's goodness. like talking about turning you into a walrus, and you're just like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hold the phone. Let's I back up here. Turn me into a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> His grade is so freaking high. Oh, yeah. What are you guys thinking? Because I don't want (laughs) to sway. That's what I'm scared to do. I feel like Jonathan's got to go first because I've gone first. Shit. Caleb's on. Do it. (laughs) I'm going to give you my honest one anyways, so you go for it, Jonathan. You're not going to sway me. I'm Okay. I'm actually going to go 95. That's my. That's mine. That, that was, was mine. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, I was. I was ninety six, but I mean ninety five oh. is perfect. <laughs> hey, bam! There we go. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right, last up, Justin Long. Another he great played one. an asshole so well in this movie. He, but he did. does that really well. Like if you that's, watch that's him in. If you watch him in the movie um, Accepted, like, he's really great at that. Like, that's basically, he's a smart ass, he's an asshole, like, it's just, that's that's just him. And also, actually, in that movie, Jeepers Creepers, like I was mentioning, his character's kind of an ass. And it's just, it's phenomenal. He's He did really great, and I think the pairing with him and Michael Parks was, like, phenomenal. Like, they just did an amazing job. And just fed off of each other. Like there was such great chemistry between those two that like you could not you you could not have Michael Parks paired with anybody else in that scene in any of those scenes. Like when they're having dinner or anything and have the performance or the outcome as great as it was. In my opinion, my humble opinion, but you know, that's just me. No, I can definitely agree with that. Justin Long should have won an award for this movie. Oh, hands down. <laughs> hands down. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely oh agree. Gosh. Like, yes, he played an asshole, but he was like he felt genuine. Like when the, when Michael Park's character was talking and sharing the story, he was invested. And like, yeah, yep. he kind of took it as a joke being like, this dude's freaking crazy. But then once it switched into, like, his life was in danger, oh, his performance got, like, so much freaking better. And he's able to pull off, like, distress so freaking well. And especially when he was in the freaking walrus outfit. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the the freaking terror in his eye. Yeah. Yeah, even with all the prosthetics, you can still see it. And that's... That's amazing. That's the thing, too, like... That's why it was hard for it's hard for me to or like I was saying, I could be talked into either logic or character development because there is some character development. Like there's plenty and, and they make him they make his character they make Wallace an asshole like right off the bat just so that you can understand like this guy's a dick. And on top of that, like, you know this is a horror film, like, okay, this is one of those movies where this asshole is going to get what he has coming. And that way you kind of feel sorry for him at the end. Did there he is deserve some, like, that, though? <laughs> I'm not saying he deserved that, but, like, you know something bad is coming for him. 
is what I mean, like in those. And you're just like, man, I hate this guy. Like he's an ass. Like he wasn't upset because the kid killed himself. He was upset because, well, I don't have a story now for my podcast. Like and he even calls the kid selfish. He he calls the kid (laughs) that kills himself selfish. You know, like that's and that just goes like that's part of the whole like, you know, making you hate not hate him, but like just see that he is not a likable guy. He's a charmer, but he's not likable. Yeah. But, but he does a really good job at that. Oh, oh hell yeah. No, I'm not gonna take that away from him. He did so amazing. Here's here's the question. 97. Did he do better or is he equal to Michael Park? I wanna give him a ninety seven. For me. <laughs> yeah, I was well I was <laughs> I'm on the same bo- uh, boat as uh, uh, Vic, uh, but I was just going to give him a point higher. But I, I can go with 97. I if you're saying 98, I'm on board with that too. <laughs> yeah, I, I can be talked up to a 97. I was I was going I was on the same boat, being like 96. Like I was I'm a really heavy 96 like almost a 97 yeah. so no, i can definitely go with a 97 if everyone's okay with that i'm on board yeah. with that definitely yeah he did amazing all right and that averages us out to a 90 for acting yeah, yeah. i'm gonna freak my girlfriend's shit out we're gonna watch that movie tonight <laughs> <laughs> she's never gonna let me pick a movie ever again <laughs> hey vic quick question yeah. Um, so is that movie accepted? Is it pretty good? I liked it. Um, okay. And that came out around 2006. Um, okay. So like, let's see, I was starting high school 2006. So I mean. it looks like it's. Me, uh, like, it's good. What's Even um, what's his name is in it. Um, Jonah Hill's in there. Jonah Hill's oh, in that movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's, All right. and he does a really good job too. Like, it's a great movie. I don't so, know yeah, if you've seen like Silence of the Lambs. Yes. So the doctor that uh, Hannibal Lecter is following at the end of the movie—I forget his yeah. name, that actor's name—he's in there too. Oh, nice. He he does play the bad guy in that one as well. Yeah, apparently it's uh, finally getting a Blu-ray release. It's coming out uh, January nineteenth. So. Hey, there you Just go. Might That's have a to great pick one. It up. I, okay. I would recommend it. I would recommend it. All right. Cool. Thanks. All righty. Let's uh, move it on to character development. So let's hear, Vic, let's hear your uh, your reasoning for between or with character development versus well, logic. Well, character development, because again, like he goes from, you know, there is that little tear at the end. And it shows a little flashback where Allie tells him, you know, they're crying shows that we are separate from the animals. So it's it's kind of like letting you know at the end, like there's still a shred of humanity in him, even though he's physically like changed now into an animal, um, even though he was just trash to people around him, like, you know, um, so I think that's why, like, I, I feel like there's some actual remorse 
on top of the just kill me now because my life is shit. I have no quality of life. I'm just a like really ugly ass walrus. Um, <laughs> but I can, I mean, I I could give it to logic also just just as easily because again, like we've been joking about the entire time, but it's true. Who would just go to a person's house and like, you know, off of an ad? You know, it 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 just that makes no sense. Like, there's no logic there. Like, the person's logic logic is out the window at that <laughs> point. Yeah, so, I mean, sure. I, I I feel like the logic is going to be a low score for me. I feel like there's low there's little logic there because of that. Um, That's fair. Well, if we go with if we end up going with logic, to me, the character that they built. Or that that they set up with Wallace, mm-hmm. he it makes sense. He follows crazy freaking stories. True. Like he, that, that's fair. He he was trying to follow a story of a dude that freaking cut his leg off. Yeah, <laughs> with a ninja sword. I mean, yeah. I mean that part I get, but I would never in a million years read. Uh handwritten note at a stall <laughs> saying hey i'll offer you free room and board just sit in my house for an hour and listen to my stories like no, uh, <laughs> no also since when is a bulletin board posted above a urinal i've never seen one i've That's seen a couple a weird placement really Usually off to the yeah. side um, I, mean, I don't know about you guys but i got i gotta pay attention to where my aim is i can't really be looking up yeah, um, I know that there's a few restaurants I've been to that have uh, like billboards or kind of bulletin boards above the urinals, um, and people post put stuff in there. Like it's in like a casing and whatnot. It doesn't have like something you could just pin. But uh, okay, like I don't know. Like it makes sense to me why someone would see that, especially someone like him, where they're they're following. A crazy freaking story, like yeah. no matter where it comes from, like True. Th- they were following like a video. Like, is it any crazier than seeing a video of someone and fall or in going to Canada to meet them? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, and especially like it's just with the character that they set up. Had it been like a dude that didn't really give a shit or if it was just some dude that walked in and was just like, Oh, check this out and decided to go like, yeah, that would be a bit of a stretch. But for someone that's just like goes after the crazy, it makes that's sense his, that he like, would that's go his after. Personality. Yeah. Yeah. That or not necessarily in his personality. Well, I mean, I guess it could be the personality that they set in place. Right. Um, but yeah, like it, it's, okay. Not that big of a stretch, I feel. Yeah. However, somebody like disfiguring somebody to look like a walrus, I don't see the logic in any of that. Like, seriously. Like, with logic, like, logic's tough because if you're, if you're comparing, like, some of the movies that we've done, logically, a lot of the stuff that we've talked about doesn't make sense. But, if you go with it based off of the stuff that they have set in place already, yeah. 
it starts it to make sense. more sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like, so I think of, like, a horror movie. Sorry, like, Psycho. So one question. Ooh, like, okay. Yeah, like, Psycho. Like, the logic of someone going and having a multiple personality of their mother and killing, like, that logically... That's it's absurd in our world, but if you're going yeah. off of theirs, it makes sense. Yeah, that's that's very so, true. Like it's it's kind of the with any movie, like any fantasy yeah. movie. It, if they can follow, like, I think a fantasy movie, like one with wizards or witches or whatever, like with Harry Potter, for example, I think Harry Potter does a really good job with logic. Um, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's also a fantasy world. You have to go off of their rules. Yeah. And so if it's out of character for Harry Potter to go do something that he wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Okay. Then, I mean, then the logic grade would be a lot higher then. <laughs> if we're going off a lot. All right. Yeah. So what's your what's your argument for character development? And is or is it just like the him I think I think it's just the fact that there is a hint of horror like it is classified as a horror film. So there's not too much. Like I said, I feel like there's just a just a smidge of character development, but not very much. Um and that's just my that's just my thing. It's just the fact that it is a horror film, or it's meant to be like an outlandish horror film that, um, you know, there's not much room for development. Yeah, I feel like, but I get like a really... saw, I get like a saw esque vibe where it's like you're in here for a reason. Even though that's not actually the reason he's there, like in Saw, I mean, those people were like sought out. Like, ooh, does that make sense? Like, they were there with a purpose. Uh, yeah. yeah, that actually makes me lean towards character development now, because it's yeah. like in his in his transformation to become that's... a walrus, he finds his humanity. Humanity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like that's that's the yeah, crazy that's part. Comparison. That's what I'm saying. Like he he had to lose all humanity or all I guess you could say like the face of humanity in order to find his humanity. I don't know. That's weird. Weird way to word it. But yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like there is character development in, it, in this, but there's also, you know, I think because it's a horror, a horror film or classified as such, I think that there's also a bit of logic, you know, or lack thereof at some points. But right, I mean, it could be either one. You could give me either one, and I could give you a grade easily. Okay. <laughs> now, because you threw in like the whole saw comparison, I'm leaning more towards right. character development. Let's do it then. We'll do character development. Yeah, Rose. <laughs> Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> if we're going with character development, where you're talking about a character that is a complete and utter asshole that cares about so himself. little. Yeah, just cares about the, the story. 
only cares about like the cr- next crazy thing that he has to say or share or whatever. And he gets that humanity stripped from him by this Hal guy. And first he like takes his leg and then it's he sews his leg into a freaking fin. <laughs> and then he, he uses the bone to be the tusk. Oh my even. Gosh. And like yeah. That's what I mean. Like he he is somebody that like he's going to Canada with the intention of seeking out this person who he thinks is just a complete and utter dumbass that cut his leg off while being, I don't know, just being stupid and using a weapon and and did something stupid, basically. And and he wants to basically exploit that. But, and, and he's upset when the, when he finds out that the kid commits suicide and which is awful. And he's not feeling bad for that. He's feeling bad that he doesn't have a story anymore. And then, like like you said, he does go out. He seeks that still. And, um, yeah, like, now he is the defigured one. Like, he is the one that, like, people would want to go and see. He is in a zoo where people go and they see these attractions. They go and look at the animals. Like, now he is that for them. Yeah. He is the, the very thing that he would go and look for. Ooh. Damn, that's a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. And then like him being podcast, that huh? him in, <laughs> <laughs> and then him being in that situation yeah. kind of more or less helps him realize in a way I mean I wouldn't say like hundred percent, but helps him realize what the other people were kind of going through. Right. Like he was looking yeah. at them like these freaking sh- sideshow acts and now he's one and it doesn't feel good. Nope. So, oof. I just went to from like wanting more wanting to do logic because I was going to give character development a lower score and I might have talked myself up. <laughs> <laughs> What did you talk yourself up to, though? Let's hear it. Uh, it's a pretty decent arc, I feel. It's definitely a downward arc, but it's it's a good arc. I enjoyed it enough to give it maybe a high eighty, like eighty-eight. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna I, I'll stick with eighty-eight. No, I could actually agree with that. I actually really could and just because again, there's not too much and you don't hear from him. He doesn't say anything. You just see a tear, Yeah. but you see what he goes through to have to get to that point. You know, I'd act, I've had to agree with you guys. I, I loved just the way that this played out that with most uh, story arcs, you know, they start bad, but then it just keeps getting better. This one. Yeah. It mm-hmm. toward like at the end, you know, he finally realizes that, what he has become, but at that point it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I guess we've we've said it before. This is an absurd story. 
<laughs> but it it works. It in a way it, it, it kind of works too well. Great, but I feel like it deserves the high, like the high percentages that we give it. Yeah, absolutely. I honestly feel that. <laughs> so, eighty-eight. Everyone happy with eighty-eight? Yes. I'm I'm happy absolutely. with an eighty-eight. All right, yeah. moving on to effects. So this is special effects and uh, practical. This is out of 100, right, Caleb? This is out of 100. <laughs> Dude, for me at least, it's freaking high for that walrus suit. That thing looked <laughs> disgusting, but so incredibly made. If, if I am going for uh, – no, and I'm with Jonathan, if I'm looking at it, it, from the perspective that I want to be one freaked out and two scared and three disturbed, dare I say, like it does that it does that all yeah. three of those things. For me. But it's yeah, also funny. I see the yeah no, and I see the comedy like it, it also gets a comedy. Um, what's it called? Like it's it's class classification. It, it gets classified as a comedy. So I mean you kind of see it in that like it's it's awful it's not a well done walrus suit it's made of skin from all these different people and what's his fan justin law and wallace you know what i mean like it's it's all these different people so it's honestly i give it a high i'm giving it a high score because of that if i'm looking at it as i'm looking if, if i know it's a comedy a drama and a horror like it just did all that for me it delivered absolutely <laughs> They, this movie would not have worked at all had they done even a little bit of CGI. For real, though. Yeah, it yeah. had to be all practical. It had to. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. dude, could you freaking imagine being the makeup people? <laughs> no. I'd quit day one. So- and and on that behind the scenes, they show the guy that does that made the suit. Oh my god! They show the guy that made the suit. Like oh, I want that. I'll, I'll send you that link. It's amazing. Yes, and please. even the guy would like. You have Jay, and he's in there. He's asking. Him, he's like, "Have you ever made a walrus suit?" He's like, "I've never had to make a walrus suit." But like, he's showing how they they have multiple like stuff like for not only Justin Long but for Michael Parts, like all the stuff that they did, all the prosthetics and everything. Oh, my- and it's Gosh. great how they made it so you can still see, like you were talking about, you can still see the fear, the emotion in Justin Long's face. So he's able to, you know, not only deserve the high percentage that we gave him, but like just deliver that that stuff in this movie. So, I mean, just honestly, if the effects are out of 100, get ready for another high score. This is going to be a, another high one. I'm just saying. All right. Mine's pretty high, too. Yeah, so, same. Rose, what are you thinking? For how, like, disturbed I got, just, like, oh, I, I loved this suit. All for, I don't know if I want to say loved because it was so disturbing. Uh, I'm going to go at 97. <laughs> All yeah, right, Vic, no, what are you I, thinking? I, I was going to say 96, but I could be pushed up to 97. 96? <laughs> Ugh. Caleb's not feeling it. No, I'm at like 99. <laughs> oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> Hell yeah! All I right. I mean, cannot begin to explain how freaking much 
I loved every practical effect that they pulled off. It terrified me to my core. It made me sick <laughs> inside, and I loved every freaking second of it. And I want to say the only reason, the only reason I docked it was because of the leg getting chopped off at the beginning. Mm. Mm. Why does that dock it though? It just because it didn't look super good. Okay, but everything else makes up for that one scene. (laughs) So Uh, I'm at a freaking solid ass ninety nine. I love it, and that averages our effects score to a ninety seven point three three. All right. Alrighty, next up we got music, and this one's out of ten. Uh, I felt it was kind of generic. Yeah, the music wasn't very. Nothing stood out. It wasn't anything special. I mean, the scores and stuff were, you know, they helped set the mood pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I still felt like, like I said, just kind of disturbed. Yeah, but and, the know, music did really well. I feel at oh, making yeah. you like helping with the mood, but I'm, I'm not quite. Mm-hmm. I'm like seven, eight range. I'd go seven. This is me. I'm like at a. Hello. What? Sorry. Um. So you're so Rose is more at a seven. What are you thinking? I, I'm I'm thinking seven. Yeah, that's about where I'm at too. Yeah. All right. Next up, costumes. And I know I mean, that this kind of goes in with a kind of hand in hand with effects in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. At, I'm really freaking. <laughs> so this one's out of 10 as well. Um, I. I'm at a nine. I could be talked up to a 10. <laughs> I would say 10. I- the only reason I'm saying ten, sorry, Jonathan, I don't mean to cut you off. No, the only good, reason man. I'm saying ten, the the only reason I'm saying ten is because again, you can't do this movie with CGI. You can't like it has to be That's all practical. True. Keep in mind too, this had a three. Uh, I want to say it was like a three. Uh, is it million? Three million dollar here, budget. Here I can check or something really like quick. that. Yeah, I want to see what the budget is on this. So I, I want to say it was like three million, three million dollar budget. So pretty low in terms of. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're right on the money, Vic. It was three million. Okay. What did it end up yeah, making see, so, in box office? Only one point nine million. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. So it it didn't do well, like right off the bat in box office, because it's one of those where it's like, you have to see it at home. Like it's one of those films where like its audience is going to find it. Like once That's it's fair. once it's at home video, its audience is going to find it. That's right. Like, it's not one of those movies where it has to be like, you know, published and everything like, and, and Kevin Smith acknowledges that too. Dude, I, you guys wish... are going to love that. You guys are going to love that behind the scenes. You guys are going to love it. I um, wish that I could have been in the theater when this was being shown Mm. just because I I wanted like there's just something about being in a theater with a horror movie 
And with a movie like this where it's just disturbing, I want to know what that feels like in a group. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, I'm at, like I said, I'm a very strong 9. I could be talked up to a 10. I, again, I say 10 just because they did amazing at it, you know, with their budget. They had freaking Johnny Depp in there. They could afford Johnny Depp on a $3 million <laughs> budget and, like, make him to not even look like him. For, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was like 60% of their budget. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I think they did. I, I mean, I'm saying 10. They did amazing. This is a movie that, like, it's supposed to leave you feeling disturbed, I feel, at the end. Oh, shit. Um, and they did that. All I'm right, going to have to agree with I'm, I got to agree with Vic. 10. All right. 10 it is. Boom. Really quickly, did you guys know that there is a sequel to this movie? Yes, like Jaw or something like that? Yeah, it's called Yoga Hosers. So apparently uh, Kevin Smith wanted to do a trilogy called the True North <laughs> Trilogy. And yep. uh, Yoga Hosers uh, focuses on the uh, two um, g- uh, convenience store clerks. And I, th- uh, I think there was... N- Wait, the convenience okay, store clerks? One of those is his daughter. Yeah. 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 So it focuses on those two, and then apparently John, the uh, I forget the character who, who Johnny Depp played. Uh, he's one of their dads. Hmm. Huh. Oh wait, and, no, I'm and... sorry. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Lily, uh, one of the girls is named Lily Rose Depp. I'm sorry that that's her real life father. My bad. Oh, I see. But yeah. but I think one of them too is called like Moose. Was it Moose Jar? I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to look hell. into the. I do want to look into the rest of that though, because I I heard that on the on the behind the scenes, and I was like, oh, I'm looking these up. <laughs> like I'm fine. It just sucks though that so it had a higher budget than Tusk. It had a five million dollar budget. It only grossed uh thirty eight thousand dollars at the box wow. office. Damn. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I don't know how much of a limited release it was. Yeah, but with damn. a thirty-eight thousand, that's a super limited. <laughs> yeah, that's like Kevin Smith's hometown limited. <laughs> yeah, for real though. <laughs> All right, the last thing that we're going to grade is our personal grade. Uh, so everyone say their little piece about it and what score you're giving it. All right, Vic, you're our guest. You're up, buddy. I personally, I want to give it a 98 because it, again, if I'm going to go off of the three classifications that this gets, like, given, drama, comedy, and horror, it hits it hits all three on the nose. Um, it's dramatic where it needs to be. It's It's a horror film. Like, sure, it might give off the, like, indie horror vibes but it does it like it's still kind of like freaky it's disturbing it's disturbing uh and it's funny like when freaking howard starts fighting him and he's dressed in his own walrus suit like (laughs) i'd laugh i freaking laughed at that it was funny as shit and i'm like what the hell like you see these two guys and they're just like you know going at it and i thought it was funny like i laughed so i you know again we I mean, everything that we gave it, as far as like the percentages, I think were well deserved. The costumes, the the prosthetics, uh, 
um you know the uh the effects everything was i think was great writing story just everything about this was phenomenal um so i'm i'm sticking with my 98 well, hell yeah um I'm in agreement with you. I'm actually sitting at a 98 as well. Um, I This has easily been thrown into my top 10 movies. I love Kevin Smith. I love everything that he does. I think he's a really good writer. Mm-hmm. And the the thought about how this movie came to be makes me laugh my ass off and it because it's so smart like it's the most original movie i think i've seen in a really long time and i love it i absolutely love it um like i said there are those slow parts but those don't detract away from the movie in the slightest oh yeah um no, no. Yeah, anytime someone is asking for a movie, I'm just like, okay, what kind of movie you're wanting? If they say horror, I'm like, okay, do you want to be like scared or do you want to be disturbed? And anytime <laughs> they say disturbed, I'm like, first thing I'm out of my mouth, tusk. Tusk it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, love it. I love the cast. Loved everything that they did. And just freaking slow clap for the freaking uh costume department oh yeah for real though yeah you deserve all the freaking money (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm sitting at a very strong 98 nice all right you guys are gonna kill me but i agree with everything you guys said i really don't have anything else to say about it it's just a great disturbing movie um but I'm actually giving it a 95. You're freaking jacking up our average, Rose. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you one solid kick to the Johnson. You know, fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, you know, what's your, what is your reasoning? I mean, we had reasons for our 98s. What's your reason for 95? Because you said you agreed with us, but what brings it down? What would have made it better for you? I think kind of like what Caleb said, some slow parts, especially that scene uh, between uh, Johnny Depp's character and uh, Mr. Howe, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of just brought it, slow scenes like that, brought it down. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else. All right. I don't know. <laughs> just, just strong 95 for me. <laughs> I, I'm just ready to hear what this final grade is. Yeah, I think we're all going to be pretty happy with it. Okay, good. Is it, Caleb, in the a, is it in the A range? Caleb, I don't know if I can do a, a round of applause. I don't know if I can. I got you guys. Well, I'll try. <laughs> All right. So that concludes uh, at, or this breakdown. So the final grade for Kevin Smith's Tusk is... Damn, that was hard. An A minus... Ooh. All right. Yeah, and barely, barely an A minus. Oh, so What's it the is, percentage? it's sitting at a ninety point seven nine percent. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, and our cutoff for an A minus is 90. Jeez. I'm at fault for that, guys. I'm sorry. No, hey, but you know what? It's <laughs> it, that's your grade, that's fine. And it's still in the A's. I'm fine with that because this was my suggestion for move for a movie, <laughs> so I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. So every movie that I'm about to list off is also an A minus movie. Uh, so it is one point below Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, two points below Never Be Done, and two points below Pulp Fiction. Uh, two points below Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Okay. So can I can I like inter- like interject real quick? So I feel like. Not to throw more work on you, but like you should categorize like the, the the movies, like on what they are, because I feel like even though this is an like an A minus movie, I and it, even though it's like kind of close to like what did you say Spider Verse? Yes. Yeah. I feel like they're not in the same realm. Like, if I went and watched this immediately after watching Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I wouldn't be like, yeah, that's a good movie. Like, that's, they're in the same ballpark. Yeah, well, the like, that kind of categorization is a little difficult. Like, if you were mm-hmm. to come out and I, I were to say, oh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is an A-minus movie. Like, I think everyone could agree on that. Yeah. And then, like, if you do the same thing with, like, it's not, like, consecutively. Like, if you come out of Tusk, and then I'm like, oh, A-minus movie. Like, I think that's... I get you. Okay, okay. No, you're you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah, no, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, All right, let's... It's just my constructive criticism as a listener. (laughs) (laughs) no you're good we definitely did think about that um that's that's a very good suggestion Vic. yeah let's what's it above actually just uh you said marriage story was a b plus like a 98 or 89 i mean just recently i think i might have messed something up you bitch no okay we're good um so yeah marriage story what we did last week was a b plus uh so that's sitting at an 89.8 so it's one it's a point above uh marriage story okay um but everything i'm listing off is an a minus um it is two points below avengers infinity war fair yeah. It is one point below Coco. Okay. Damn near in, so it's almost in line with uh, Little Wimp. Actually, it is point one percent higher than than Little Women. <laughs> hmm. All right. Then it's also above 1917. Okay. By 0.7. So that's point. 
one sec. Uh, Caleb needs to do some math. Um, oh, shit. 0.4. So it is 0.4% higher than 1917. Two points lower than A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, same thing, uh, two points lower than Joker. Three points lower than The Room. Ooh, I like that one. Or just Room. It's Is it r- room. The Room or just Room? I think it's... I can't remember. Because I just have Room. It might be... Might just I'll be check room. for you. I think it was just Room. I'll go ahead and look that one up for you. Yeah, but I know room. which one you're talking about with... Um, Brie Larson? Yeah. Um, it is 0.5% higher than us. Uh, one point lower than How to Train Your Dragon Hidden World. Ooh. Also my suggestion. It is... <laughs> oh, wait. 90. Okay, so no. I was going to say it's on the same level, but no. It's, so it's one point... With Brie Larson, by the way. Yeah, it's one point lower. It's actually almost two points because, or no, it's almost one one point on the dot. So one percent lower than Logan, and three percent lower than War of the Planet of the Apes. All right, it's not bad. Yeah, and that's all of our. Uh, A minus movies. So I think it's definitely in some good company. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. So that's the uh the breakdown. Sweet. So I'm very happy with that with that grade. As am I. Same. Same here. Hell yeah. Um. Anyway, if you guys like this breakdown want to check out more of our stuff you can follow subscribe listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts we're damn near everywhere uh you can catch all of our episodes on youtube follow us on social media facebook uh facebook.com slash the albros twitter and instagram at the albros email us at the albros channel gmail.com if you want to send us episode ideas uh answer our question of the week uh that's all on social media uh, or if you want to join us like Vic did oh yeah yeah so if you want to join us hit us up on any of the social media platforms email us you can also go to our website where you can do all of that which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros and Vic would you like to tell everyone where you, they can find you and everything you do yeah so you can um, you guys can Listen to me and my co-host Taz on um, Crash and Taz Movie Seller. We can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Breaker, Google Podcasts. Um, and I know there's a few others that you can catch us on, other platforms, I mean, that you can catch us on. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook now. Uh, it's Crash and Taz Movie Seller. It's Crash with the letter N. So Crash and Taz Movie Seller. And there's underscores in between each word. Uh, for Instagram and on Facebook, it's Crash and Taz. Don't ask me why I didn't. I kind of like mix those two up. I don't know. It's just it's, it's a long story. I don't know how to fix it yet, but you know. Uh, and we can also be emailed 
Um, now it's crash and Taz cra with the letter N again, crash and Taz dot movie dot seller at gmail.com. And you guys can, um, you know, uh, DM us and send us emails and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, give us a follow. We do kind of the same thing as the you know, all bros here, you know, except we don't give a letter grade. We, we give a little rating at the end. Um, but we mostly just talk about the movies, what we like about them and, uh, uh just fun facts stuff like that so yeah hell yeah. yeah we were listening to your episodes on our road trip the oh nice great show silence great of the shows, lambs man. one thank you thank you <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i appreciate them yeah you know what silence of the lambs is hands down one of my favorite movies um so i was really excited to do that especially as our last movie um our last movie talk for the month of how of have Halloween the month of October um, for our Halloween themed month so I was really excited for that one that was a fun movie um, to talk about so I was I was really excited about that one. Oh hell yeah um yeah so go I'll put all the links to all of their stuff in the, uh, the description sweet thank you and Next week, uh, we will be breaking down The Oath. So, you can find that. Is that still on Hulu, Rose? I think so. Let me check really quick. Yeah, so you can check out The Oath um, in preparation for next week's episode. Um, this episode's getting released on the 16th, and I'm pretty sure... It's either the day before, so the fifteenth, or the sixteenth. I'm not. I'm not sure which one. Um, but our three-year birthday, or the podcast's three-year birthday. Hey, hey. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. it is on Hulu still. Nice. Yeah. So go check that out on Hulu. And until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next time. Deuces. So long. <laughs> Dude, I freaking <laughs> love it. <laughs>